KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Charlotte Reese. This virus has turned everything upside down, especially when it comes to traveling. So many people have canceled their summer vacations this year. We just did a story on the radio about a hotel owner in Wildwood, New Jersey, who announced they won't be taking any customers this season. This pandemic has hit the tourism industry hard. It will probably take a very long time for tourism around the world to bounce back. And even when it does, there's no telling what it will look like. I reached out to Dr. Young Young. He's an associate professor in the School of Sport, Tourism, and Hospitality Management at Temple University. And I asked him what he thinks will happen to the tourism industry in America and abroad after the coronavirus pandemic. Tourism right now obviously has changed a lot since the coronavirus outbreak spread around the world. Um, Is total shutdown a good way to describe what's happening right now? Is there even a tourism industry at all at the moment? Uh, That's an excellent question. I I, I think it's close to shutdown, close to shutdown. For example, um, we get a data about hotel occupancy. The Stearson, you know, hotel is a part of the big tourism industry, but some type of hotels can still receive kind of business. And uh, also someone can still book some kind of travel, transportation or accommodation online. So there's still a little volume. It's not it's not completely silent, still some activity, but it's very close to complete lockdown. Right. So how much in the U.S. has been affected compared to other countries? I I think uh, at this time, you know, we predict the peak of the pandemic probably is next month. Right. So uh, I think the situation is very similar to the situation in China, in Italy. When it comes to the peak, the tourism industry will be hit really, really hard. I remember that the hotel occupancy rate it's just like 10%, a little bit more than 10% across the country. So that means basically nine out of 10 rooms, approximately nine out of 10 rooms stay empty in hotels, especially, you know, for high-end hotels, luxury hotels, the occupancy rate is really, really low. It's almost very close to zero. I just keep thinking how Philadelphia was named one of National Geographic's top places to travel mm-hmm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. Do you think that could have an impact on the tourism numbers this year? If it wasn't for coronavirus, I mean, how big of a year do you think it would have been for Philadelphia? I, I think that's very good news for the local industry because I always think the, um, the tourism industry in Philadelphia has a huge potential. Because our because of our location, we're so close to what I call the tourism generating regions. The first, you know, we have a lot of domestic tourists. At the same time, we have international tourists. They are land, landing in JFK or Newark or any other nearby big 
international airports. So we have geographical convenience. And the second one, we are doing pretty good job, you know, in marketing ourselves. And also, you should know that a couple of years ago, we have been named the World Heritage City. And we have a lot of things to offer. We have a lot of things to offer. And we are kind of trying to distinguish from New York's and from the DC and have our specific, you know, uh, historical natural of our attraction. So do you think Philly can bounce back? Do you think that we're still going to have a tourism season this year? Uh, that That is a good question because I'm not on the public health part. Yeah. So that heavily depends on how the curves looks like. Mm-hmm. So if our curve will be flatted soon, we probably still get a chance to have some mm-hmm. late summer business. But that's everything depends on the, uh, you know, the pandemic situation. The most optimistic way is that we can still get some late summer tourism business. Yeah. So you don't see, you know, this coronavirus being a permanent um, thing for the tourism industry? I would not think in that way. I would not think in that way. And especially, you know, if we you take historical patterns like um, like SARS outbreak, Sooner or later, we will bounce back because this travel needs is the very basic needs of human beings. And what we have to do is, you know, get us ready for that. At first, you have to survive, of course, right? And then you get ready for the incoming tourists. And according to the industry's perspective, the local travel market, like, you know, the neighboring market will start back earlier so we are actually get a lot of tourists from the local markets first before the international market bounce back so i think that's a that's a good way to think about it we still have future and i think the tourists will ultimately come back definitely that's that's good to think what do you think uh, the tourism industry needs to do in order to recover what, what would you suggest um, for hotels any any type of you know mm. offput of the industry. Yeah, yeah, excellent point. So for hotels, you know, um, you know, a lot of hotels, of course, uh, you know, in Central City, there's a couple of hotels. They are they had the lease with the city government for the you know pandemic related purposes, and a mm. lot of hotels trying to market themselves. You know, for quarantines, if you want to quarantine yourself, you can't find place, and also. Uh, for the frontline workers, um, if they need some place close to the their working location, they can come to the hotel to stay. And if, especially if they don't want to bother their family, something like that. So there's still something we can leverage this limited demand. And you know that for hotels in the interstate, they still have a pretty much business. They have, their occupancy rate is about 30% more than that. So this because there's a lot of you know, interstate traffic there. But for the urban hotels, I think they have to think about, you know, first they have to cut down the cost. That's the most immediate thing they have to do. And second, to think about the niche demand, which kind of demand you can leverage. What are some things that you're seeing other countries trying to do maybe to boost tourism that you know, maybe America can do or cities around here? Yes, there there are there are a lot of things we can do. It's like marketing campaigns, you know, see, we are ready. If you are ready, something like that, you know, so people are still receiving those marketing information. 
And second one is like a lot of countries like in Europe, like in China, they are sending the information, right? We are welcoming uh, the medical professionals. We are going to give you like, you know, if you're a museum, give you free annual pass or free admission with your family first as to show your uh, appreciation for their hard work to fight against pandemic. And second, it's like, you know, this is a very interesting marketing strategy, right? Show the sympathy. At the same time, this is something related to business ethics, right? And people get positive message from their campaign, sending out a strong marketing signal to potential customers. I read somewhere today that Sicily is offering, once the borders kind of open up, they're going to offer to pay half of the flight costs. I would not be surprised for that, right? Because that area is heavily, heavily depend on tourism. It's heavy, heavy, because they are island. Because sometimes they may have specific island, specific quarantine policy. So that's their advantage. But that's something a lot of things that government can do to at least use this monetary policy to lower the travel cost to attract more tourists. Mm-hmm. But at this, at this time, I think, you know, you, you have to survive first. And then we'll see maybe what we can get once this exactly. is all cheaper exactly. prices. Like you said, maybe free admission to certain places. Free admissions, you know, um like additional bonus premium package mm. or you know like buy one get one frame the promotion policy or uh, that's a lot of things we can do because after but everything depends on pandemics right once the curve become more flatter we have a lot of strategy we can leverage mm-hmm. people and- really want to travel people really want to travel Right. But, you know, a lot of people are still going to be nervous, maybe until a vaccine is out there. Um, We kind of talked about already if the tourism industry will change permanently. But do you see it ever getting back to the way it used to be after this? Of course, that depends on how you define the normal practice it is. Right. So and. Of course, people will be more aware of potential risk about this pandemic. I read some news, but I'm not 100% sure. They said that probably we have to implement some level of social distancing in the next one or two years. I'm not 100% sure on that report. But if that's the case, as you said, some people are particularly conscious about this risk. They may, you know, keep a little bit distant. The most efficient way will you know face mask right and keep distance from other people and that will create potential problem for their tourism attraction management you have to limit number of tourists and if you operate amusement parks probably you have to implement specific uh strategies like you know if you're waiting in a line what's the distance required from each other Right. And what's the maximum capacity? If you are watching a show and probably you have to sit next to each other, not one seat empty next to each other. So there's a lot of things you have to think about. Right. I think at least in the next one or two years, it's hard to get 100 percent like normal, like what we used to be. 
And uh, you started to talk about other times in history that we can kind of compare this to, but just talk about that. Can we even compare what's happening now to any other time, comparing it to what's going on in the tourism industry? To be honest, at least in the previous 20 years, I didn't see any events as impactful as this on the tourism industry. So you are correct. Sometimes I don't think it's apple-to-apple comparison Mm. uh, to compare this pandemic to other crises. But I still think we can overcome this difficulty. In the long run, we can still recover. We can still bounce back. So I think the more important lesson we can learn is from our um, friends in Europe and in Asia, because I think their peak time is a little bit ahead of us. So there might be some viable or feasible policies or strategies we can learn from them, from the tourism recovery. That definitely makes sense. Um, yeah, because we, we, we are talking about something used in China. It's like a voucher policy. So instead of giving the money, the government is going to give a voucher that have to be spent in a restaurant or tourism industry. The residents spend a voucher in a local business, and the, the local government is actually paying the business based on those vouchers. Yeah, interesting. Can you yeah, can you yeah. explain that a little bit more? Yes, yes. It, it's it's basically you know uh, this is a policy that the government is trying to stimulate the industry, right? For example, I can give you three hundred U.S. dollars. That's the not the cash. That's the voucher you have to spend in the local tourism or restaurant business. And that's the face value you can use because the government, if you spend it out, the government will pay that $300 to the business you spent. So that means basically you have more specific finance aid on one hand to support the local business, on the other hand, help the residents to go back to their normal consumption, normal spending behavior. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area or how it's affecting you, subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Charlotte Reese, and we'll have another episode out soon.